You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out if you're listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio. If you're listening live or downloading on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app or... If you're listening and watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network live YouTube stream, we got a big show for you on a Wednesday. As usual, I got my man, Chris Bofono, the animal, dropping it on it right there, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We are here to help you win your leagues and win that cash. And I got to say, big shout out to the hashtag stats over Cypher. I have had literally almost a dozen messages on Twitter in the last couple of days, people showing me that they are in fact making the playoffs. They are in fact getting their buys. They are in fact winning that cash and all the kind words here for the Stats Overbeat Cypher, Fantasy Freestyle, the Spittin' Statistician, and the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So let's keep it going. We now look ahead to week 14. I'm going to give you some spotlight games, some diamonds in the rough, and some fugazis. Guys, you need to forget about. I'm also, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, like ethical questions. In fantasy football, like for example, is it all right to tank in certain situations? Is it all right to pick up guys on the waiver wire just to block your opponent? For example, let's say the guy you're playing in the playoffs this week or gal has, you know, Rob Gronkowski at tight end, has Zach Ertz at tight end. Are you picking up who you think is their best possible replacement just to block them? We're going to get into that a little bit later on. And as always, we will open up the phone lines and take your calls. The number to call is 844-843-6879. I also got a poll question up on Twitter, as we always do, at Spittin' Speeds. If you want to follow us, if you want to be down with the Stats Overbeat Cypher as well. The question I have... There is now a three-way tie in the AFC West. You got the Los Angeles Chargers, you got the Oakland Raiders, and you got the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you think is going to win that division? And are they actually a contender in the AFC with other heavyweights like the Steelers and the Pats or maybe even the Jags coming out of the AFC South? How long is that? You know, division winner. A lot of people at the beginning of the season were saying that the AFC West could get three teams in the playoffs, and the Broncos were one of them at that point. Do you still feel that way? Who do you think will win the AFC West? That is our poll question today. I'm going to actually do a little bit of a reset of my playoff picks. I'll tell you what I said at the beginning of the season. I'll tell you what I think now as well, and we'll also get people set up and ready for Week 14, whether it is your first playoff week or your last week of the regular season. I got your coverage. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. We're going to help you blow up like a Samsung 7. Come on right back, all right? Because we're going to get into it. Practice reports. Some very interesting ones are in New Orleans. You know, we're going to do big things, as we always do here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
Hey, I'm Frank Stample, and here is Greg Sussman of the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. What can you tell me about the DKMS Big Game Challenge? All you need to do is answer four trivia questions correctly, and you are going to the big game in Minnesota on February 4th. How do I get involved? Keep listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day and find out what we're playing. The showtime changes to make sure you're always locked and loaded. I'm in. And you can be in, too. Just make sure you listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day up until the big game because we're trying to give away tickets for you in Minnesota. It's the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, holding you down on a Wednesday. A lot of holiday parties continue to make it happen over here at Studio 34. If you want to have your holiday party over here at Rock and Riley Studio 34, let them know. Put in a good word. Say, yo, Speed's the Spitting Statistician told me I could have my holiday party over here. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, I'll have a drink with you, you know? It'll be cool. All right. Let's keep it moving here. Wednesday, as I always tell you, is a big day for practice reports. Uh, it's the baseline, to be quite honest. Sometimes you get people that are missing practice, but they're just managing their reps. But it does set the baseline to see if they go from not practicing to a limited practice or from limited to full or to DNP. So this starts the trend. So let me give it to you guys right now. Tyrod Taylor did not practice with that knee injury. Remember, he was carted off last week against the Pats. I do not expect him to go. It could be Nate Peterman under center. What does that do for a guy like Shady McCoy in your playoff week? Adrian Peterson did not practice again for the Arizona Cardinals. He's still dealing with that neck injury. Sterling Shepard did not practice, this time with a hamstring injury. You know, I don't know if you guys remember, there was uh, an artist named Khalees, and she had a song called My Neck, My Back. And that's what I think about with Sterling Shepard right now, because it's been his hamstring, his ankle, his migraines. If it's not one thing, it is another with Sterling Shepard, but he did not practice today. Joe Mixon did not practice today. Remember, he got banged up on Monday Night Football. He is still in the concussion protocol. So is Zach Ertz, the tight end in Philadelphia. Let me tell you something. Giovanni Bernard, great plug-and-play fill-in, low price on DFS. You may hear that name when I give out my DFS lineup on Friday. And as it relates to Zach Ertz, if he doesn't go this week, Trey Burton is a guy that they like in Philadelphia and in limited action has performed relatively well. So if you are stuck, maybe you're not as stuck. I did, however, give you some waiver wire ads on yesterday's show, and I told you I like Steven Anderson on the Houston Texans if you need a tight end fill-in. Let's say you have Zach Ertz. Let's say you have Rob Gronkowski in your playoffs this week. And here, this is very interesting. Mark Ingram did not practice again for the second day in a row. The New Orleans Saints kick off week 14 on Thursday night football tomorrow. Mark Ingram practiced on a limited basis on Monday, then did not practice yesterday and today with that toe injury. That could be very interesting. And wow, if you liked Alvin Kamara before, imagine what he could be now without Mark Ingram potentially suiting up for the Saints. Kelvin Benjamin practiced on a limited basis. He's coming back from that knee injury. This is his first practice in three weeks, so maybe he will get out there. Doug Martin returned to practice as well. Remember, he was in the concussion protocol. It was on a limited basis, but here's the thing. 
that really muddies the waters there in Tampa Bay. You know, we talked about Pop Quiz, Jacquez Rogers. Then we heard that Peyton Barr would start, and he looked good, right? So he was a big ad on waiver wires. But I told you guys yesterday, I like Peyton Barber only if Doug Martin was not back. Now you add Doug Martin to the mix, and you have a three-headed committee, Charles Sims in passing downs as well. I fade the Tampa Bay running back situation at this point. And Matthew Stafford for the Lions, they say his hand is not broken. It's just swelling right now, but quote-unquote, he is not out of the woods just yet. Jake Ruddick, their backup. Who? Jake Ruddick, their backup. Who? Jake Ruddick, their backup, is getting snaps in practice. His hand is not broken, Stafford, but they're saying with the swelling and all that, it's likely a grip issue. And if he can't grip the ball, he won't be able to throw the ball. Also practicing, get this, for the first time in a while, Chris Hogan is practicing. Remember, he's had that shoulder injury for a while. I think this is great timing for Hogan owners because maybe he's coming back in a week where there is no Rob Gronkowski. I actually believe this helps out a guy like Danny Amendola. I actually believe I love what this does for Rex Burkhead. All right, check this out. I got this poll question up. Which 6-6 six and six team wins the AFC West? Right now, and we have like t- over 200 people voting so far. I just had it up for um, about an hour or so. Over 230 people voting. It is a runaway. Right now, 71% of you think that the... Los Angeles Chargers are going to win the AFC West. I know that makes a couple of people happy out there in Los Angeles. And we're going to probably talk to my guy, Nick Leverani, who we've had on the show a few times. He's my West Coast correspondent. We talked about uh, a couple of times. I want to ask him a couple of things. One, you know, the L.A. Rams. The L.A. Chargers, all viable for the playoffs, and also the Rams had to cancel practice today. Remember now, there are those wildfires out there in California, out there in uh, where they're practicing. It's They're saying it's raining ash. Remember earlier in the year, the Raiders had some practice concerns with the air quality out there as well. So uh, we're going to ask him you know, if he's wearing a mask out there. We're going to bring him in probably tomorrow to talk a little Chargers, a little Rams, and a little air quality out there in California. A lot of people out there and right now like the Los Angeles Chargers to win the AFC West. Now, I want to tell you, I'm going to do a little bit of a playoff reset here. At the beginning of the season, let me tell you some of my best calls. As you know, because I've been talking about it all season long, I had the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC Championship game. I had them winning the NFC East before the season started. Everybody was talking about Dallas. Everybody was talking about the New York Giants. <laughs> I, on the other hand, was telling you I really, as a sleeper pick, loved the Philadelphia Eagles. That was definitely something I had right. You know who I originally had as my Super Bowl champion? Coming out of the AFC, I had the Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of people thought, oh, Ben doesn't have it anymore after that game against Jacksonville. I was like, no, no, no. Look at their schedule. They're playing all their road games. It starts to open up. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I like the Pittsburgh Steelers at the beginning of the season to be in the Super Bowl. Not bad. Not bad. I also, in the AFC West, I told you I had the Raiders, then the Chargers, then the Chiefs, then the Broncos. Not bad. Not bad. I also was dramatically fading, you know, the Dallas Cowboys I faded, the Denver Broncos I faded, the Cincinnati Bengals I faded. All of those teams I don't think will be sniffing the playoffs, but let's reset it right now. In the NFC, 
I think you got to go Minnesota. You got to go Philadelphia. I love New Orleans, what they're doing. I told you, this evolution I've been talking about with this team. This is not Drew Brees as a volume thrower. This is now a team that is relying on their run game and an improving defense. They're relying on their run game to sustain drives and improving defense. I think that makes them much tougher in the playoffs. And then I, I like the Rams. I think the Rams come out of the West right now. I like what they're doing. I like what McVay. I like like the development of Goff, and I like that that Wade Phillips defense is getting better and better. Okay, here's who I think are the wild cards. I like the Carolina Panthers as a wild card, and to be honest, for me, it came down to Seattle or Atlanta, and I flip-flop on that all the time. I actually think Seattle is uh, going to get in there by the skin of their chinny-chin-chin just because Atlanta has a tougher schedule going forward. So the Super Bowl hangover could continue for the Super Bowl loser maybe not making the playoffs again. No Atlanta, no Detroit, no Dallas for me. So those are the seeds. And in the uh, NFC Championship game now, I'll still keep my Philadelphia Eagles, who I've been on all season long. But you know who I think beats them? In the NFC Championship game right now? Stand up, get crunk. I think it's the New Orleans Saints. I Listen, when you look at all these other teams, Minnesota, New Orleans, uh, Philly, the Rams, right? My other division winners, they don't have quarterbacks like Drew Brees. I think when the going gets tough in the playoffs, as it will in January, give me Drew Brees up against all these other quarterbacks, the Keenums, you know, and the... Uh, Goffs of the world. So I have the New Orleans Saints in the Super Bowl beating the Philadelphia Eagles. On the AFC side, listen, you got New England, you got Pittsburgh, right? I, I telling you, I think Oakland gets in in the AFC West. I think they um, have the best matchups and are going the right way right now. And I like Jacksonville to win the AFC South. Give me the Chargers, though, making the playoffs. And I think it's either the Ravens or the Tennessee Titans that get that last spot, okay? So I think the Chiefs fall out. And I think, you know, either the Ravens or the Chargers don't make it. I'm going to put my AFC Championship game, I'm going to put the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Jaguars see the Patriots, and I think they get pressure on Tom Brady, and he throws a little tissy fit in his Uggs with his avocados. That's what knocks out the Pats. And then I think in a revenge game, the Steelers get the Jaguars at home. And in the Super Bowl 52, give me... This was my pick at the beginning of the year. I'm going to keep it going right now. I now have the Pittsburgh Steelers over the New Orleans Saints as my modified Super Bowl pick. And here's what I think. I'm just keep completing the narrative, right? I think Ben then rides out and retires. And here's the kicker of it all. I think that after a Super Bowl championship with the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think Le'Veon Bell, if he sees Big Ben Roethlisberger walking away, I think Le'Veon Bell tests himself on the open market because he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild in Pittsburgh if Big Ben walks away. And wow, if Le'Veon Bell could potentially be in the open market, you will see him making a lot more than he was hoping to get from Pittsburgh, than he was hoping to get as a franchise tag, than he was going to get any other way so that's the way i have it breaking down as always you can hold me accountable right here on the fantasy freestyle on the fantasy sports radio network all right so check it out when we come back here's what we're gonna do we're going to uh go into week 
14, some of the spotlight games. I'm going to give you some diamonds and fugazis, and we're going to handle some ethical questions about fantasy football that you may be seeing or contemplating in your leagues right now towards the end of the season. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, and you're listening live right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My neck, my back, you know what it is. That's my man, the Manimal, Chris Pavona. They don't call him the best producer in the game for nothing. Blowing up like a Samsung 7. But I'll tell you, the trollers are going to troll. Out there, I got hit up right away. Apparently, that was not Khalees. Khalees brought her, you know, her milkshake brought all the boys to the yards. Apparently, that was Kia. I got my K-female artists mixed up from about 10 years ago. I apologize, but Sterling Shepard, there's always something going on with him. His neck, his back. We shall see. All right, check this out. Here's what we're going to do. I want to, you know, hop into uh, some of the spotlight games for week 14, give you my diamonds in the rough and my fantasy fugazis. What we're also going to do right now, we're going to open up the phone lines, okay? So the number to call is 844-843-6879. Let's get it popping with the hashtag stats over beats and my cypher. You know all of the cypher because we come together, we help each other out, and we help you win your leagues and win that cash. One of the games that I am very interested in on Sunday is the Vikings in Carolina to take on the Panthers. The Panthers are two-and-a-half-point home underdogs. And if you listen to the show, you know the way I feel about home underdogs. So I bring this up because, yes, listen, I went against my own trend last week. You know, I, I was telling people I'm picking Washington against the home dog Dallas. Dallas did its thing. I was telling people about Pittsburgh on Monday Night Football against the home dog Cincinnati. Pittsburgh won the game, but they did not cover the five or five-and-a-half point spread. The home dog trend continues to roam, and we have another example here. Um, first of all, it looks like Greg Olson is going to be back. It's at home. They're playing on grass. Remember, Olson was uh, held out for that game on turf last week. So I think you could fire up Greg Olson. Remember, if somehow if Greg Olson's still available in your league and you have Zach Ertz or you have uh, Rob Gronkowski, that could be a very viable option. Now, here's the thing. Minnesota was incredibly impressive in their win last week on the road against Atlanta. But check this out now. Now they go to Carolina. This is going to be the Vikings' third road game in a row. Remember on Thanksgiving, I believe, they were at Detroit in the, you know, traditional game, right? So that's one. Then last week they were at Atlanta. They got that win and that was a great, you know, that was a great game. You know, they got that win. But then um they also now are in Carolina. That is three games in a row. There has to be some level of fatigue for the Minnesota Vikings, okay? And I'm kind of betting on that if you want to know the truth. I do not. I think this could be the week 
that Case Keenum throws lays the egg. This could be the week. Remember, the Carolina Panthers are a good defense. All right, they are a good defense, and I think this could be the one. Three game, three road games in a row. A good defense. This could be where Case Keenum drops the egg. I know a lot of people are talking about they love Case Keenum, and but I'm finding other options. There was a caller la- uh, yesterday's show that was asking about Case Keenum or Jimmy Garoppolo. I like Jimmy Garoppolo better this week, okay? I think Case Keenum, I'm a little bit worried about Case Keenum this week. Like I said, third road game in a row, and they have a much better defense. My diamond in this game, though, is Christian McCaffrey. Boy, do I love Christian McCaffrey in this game. You know about the minute. Minnesota Vikings secondary, right? You know about Xavier Bumpy Rhodes, Rhodes Close. You know about Terrence Newman, the ageless wonder. I think they have the ability to shut down a receiver like Devin Funches. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to be the alternative out of the backfield. And here's the other thing. The Vikings are also good against the run. So I don't think Jonathan Stewart really as the plotter. I don't think he does much in this game. I think this is Cam, and I think this is Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, Bavon is my diamond in the rough. Yeah, in the same vein, you know, also the Minnesota defense kind of plays it the same way. So I, once again, and I've said this before, I like Jarek McKinnon over Latavius Murray. I've been saying that for weeks, and it came true last week. I hope you stick with it. My Fugazi for this game, I'm telling you right now, I said it before, it's Devin Funches. Listen, Xavier Rhodes has locked up Julio Jones. You know, he's locked up much better wide receivers than Devin Funches. If you have Funches and you're going to call me with an option of this guy or Devin Funches, I am Fading Devin Funches against Xavier Bumpy Rhodes. In my opinion, Devin Funches this week is a fantasy fugazi. Forgot about him. He says it's a fugazi. What's a fugazi? It's a fugazi if you think I'm an admit wrong. No, no, what, what is a fugazi? Well, fugazi means uh, phony. That's right. I think Devin Funches will wind up being Fugazi. That means a phony. And I actually think that the streak comes a little bit to an end. I think the Vikings, if they truly want to go to Teddy Bridgewater, Case Keenum in this uh, game will give them their opportunity. I think that's a stupid move, and they shouldn't do it regardless of what Case Keenum does. But I actually like the Panthers at home to end the win streak of the Minnesota Vikings. They're getting two and a half points. I like the Carolina Panthers at home this week against the one seed in the N. FC. Check this out. We were also talking about like some ethical decisions. I was like, yo, can you pick up people to block others? Check this out. Big shout out to my man Bama Texan on Twitter. Okay, he's part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Check this out. He hits me up right away and says, funny you mentioned blocking the opponent. My opponent has Gronk, so I picked up Steven Anderson to block him. Says, I'll take my chances if he wants Charles Clay, who might be his bench guy. How do you feel about that? Hey, Bavona, let me bring you in over here to Manimal right there on the ones and twos. Hey, yo, Bavona, what do you think about that? Seeing if your playoff opponent, like, you know, has injuries or suspensions or concerns, and you know he's going to be on the waiver wire for another quarterback or another uh, tight end, and you just use the bottom of your roster to kind of pick up options that this guy or gal might have to try to block them. Is that fair or foul, Bavona? That's fair, man. That's all. Listen, man, there's no love in the game of fantasy. I say do it. 
Okay. You're going to block that guy from having – it's his fault for not having that guy as part of his injury. Pro- uh, Absolutely. And remember, I told the people mo- about a month ago, a long time ago, I told you guys how to start to organize yourself for the playoffs. I told you about that. I told you the importance of these handcuffs and doing things absolutely like that. Let me ask you another question, Bavona. There are some leagues, like, you know, say like a dynasty league, where they do funky rules for the draft order. You know what I mean? Like, uh, um, oh, it's the team, you know, the team with the worst record or the team with the lowest points gets the number one overall pick. That being said, at this point of the year, right, let's say you're in a league where week 14 is the last regular season week. Are you okay with people who are like, there are some people I've seen mass dropping their entire team, you know, or mass dropping their stars so that they score zero points and get themselves in a position for a better draft pick are you in position are you in favor of fantasy tanking no i'm not absolutely not tell me why he put because the whole idea is you gotta keep your teams going all right yep. i don't understand what's the big deal with where you i got when i'm in, when i'm in a fantasy playoffs i know this all i care about is who i'm playing that week it doesn't matter how many points they scored it doesn't matter how many points that, that they scored the week before that what matters is that that's the team you're playing and really Someone like Scott Angle always says this. You can only worry about your team. If you really are going to tank, I'm telling you right now, I hope you end up losing. That's your own fault. There you go. Bavona comes out strong. Maybe the guy you pick with that number one overall pick next year winds up having a horrible injury early in the season, a la Allen Robinson, a la David Johnson, a la Odell Beckham Jr. You know, these things can, in fact, happen. Here's the other reason why I agree with you, Bavona. I'm completely cool with picking up people to block your opponents, but I am not cool with the mass dropping or the tanking. Here's why. If you drop your players, like your studs, then all of a sudden, like Julio Jones, A.J. Green, Le'Veon Bell is out there for pickup for other teams that are in the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're not only, you know, trying to tank for your team, you're also gifting, you know, a stud to another team that is going to pick him up. I think that is, quite frankly, the bigger question at play. All right, here's what we're going to do. I know people are calling to try and get into the Stats Over Beat Cypher. The number to call is 844-843-6879. The phone lines are open and we have callers, so let's get into it right now. First up on the Fantasy Freestyle is Sam in Virginia. Hey, Sam, you're uh, you're talking football. We're talking fantasy football with Speeds the Spitting Statistician. I hope Week 13 was lucky for you. I hope you still have uh, you know decisions to make because you're playoff bound, Sam. What's going on? So, yeah, I won last week, and I'm 9-4. and four. I'm That's the one up. seed. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. How can we help you? So, I have two quick questions. My okay. first one is, um, you think Delaney Walker will go this week? If not, should I pick up Cameron Brait? Okay, fair enough. Um, I, you know, you can't tell. It's too early in the week. A lot of times the practice reports change over the week. If Delaney Walker plays, I like his matchup. But you asked Sam about Cameron Brait. I mentioned him yesterday in my waiver wire ad uh, segment because I do, in fact, like Cameron Brait. Make America Brait again. Sam, here's the thing. Brait was great. 
especially when Jameis Winston was the quarterback. When they went to Ryan Fitzpatrick, that's when we started seeing O.J. Howard and others, okay, and kind of Brait fade into black. Now that Jameis is back, it looks like Jameis really likes Cameron Brait, especially in the red zone. So if you are in that situation, Sam, yes, I think Cameron Brait is a viable option. The one guy I like better that I'll tell you about, Sam, if you didn't hear my segment yesterday, is Steven Anderson on the Houston Texans. This is a guy who's really like pretty much a wide receiver. Okay, he ran like a 4-6 at the combine. CJ Fedoritz just went to IR. Um, Bruce Ellington went to IR. Will Fuller, they do not expect back yet. And this kid, Steven Anderson, I think he went like 5 for 79 and a touchdown last week. So I think he's a viable option if, like we said, Delaney Walker does not go. Thanks for the call, though, Sam. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we have more callers to get to. We are going to service the callers here because I want to help the Stats Over Beat Cypher win their leagues and win that cash. And like I said, though, you know, it's competition. Is all fair and love and war? Can you pick up people to block others? I think it's okay. I'd like to know what your thoughts are as well. Hit me up on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds and give me a phone call if you want at 844-843-6879. We go right back to the calls up next here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Yeah, you can hate me now, but I won't stop now. You can hate me now, but I won't stop now. Welcome back. It is the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I was telling you about, or the caller, about how I like Steven Anderson potentially at tight end. He's kind of one of these more agile tight ends, like an Evan Ingram kind of type. Uh, you know, Bruce Ellington to IR, CJ Fedora with the IR. Earlier report, though, uh, head coach uh, Bill O'Brien saying that the Texans are quote-unquote hopeful that Will Fuller comes back this week. When they say the word hopeful on a Wednesday, I'm not buying it, so I think that Anderson is viable, and of course, the D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, is viable as well. And uh, we got some suspension news. The Chiefs have suspended Marcus Peters for uh, the game against Oakland. Remember, he threw the flag into the stands against the Jets at the end of that game. I think, let me tell you something, I think that Michael Crabtree is a great DFS play this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll talk more about DFS on Friday. Also, Bengals safety George Iacola, this is the guy who tried to have that kill shot at Antonio Brown. He had his suspension rescinded. Instead, he's only going to have a $35,000 fine. Only $35,000 fine. But, I mean, still, um, I thought that that was more egregious, even, to be honest, than what Juju Smith-Schuster did. Juju Smith-Schuster was a legal block. You know, it was his taunting that got the flag. And I guess, ultimately, the suspension, what uh, the Bengals' safety was doing was, to me, like a kill shot. He was, it was, he was focused on nailing A.B. and taking him out of the game because the ball, the pass hit him in the shoulder. 
If he was had any kind of awareness of was actually playing football, he would have just picked it. But instead, he was focused on the kill shot. I think that was interesting. Also, check this out, guys, on Twitter. Um, I, you know, Bama Texan, who I said was picking people up to block uh, his opponent this week in the playoffs, who had Rob Gronkowski, got back to me and said he has Evan Ingram. So if other people are is a no-go, if Barber is a no-go, and by the way, Bama Texan, because I know you're listening, yo, Doug Martin back at practice today. That muddies the water over there a little bit. He says he's going to keep going. He's going to keep dropping some of his back-end players and pick up other two tight end options to block his opponent. My man Craig out there on Twitter, at Dusty, says, check this out. Another kind of ethical thing. He took a loss in Week 13 on purpose because he wanted to have a specific playoff matchup against his boss at work. His Not because it's a better matchup, but because he wants to take down the number one seed, and that was his only opportunity, the you know, only way to guarantee that matchup against the number one seed, his boss. I don't know if that work dynamic, if you're playing against like your boss, if you're playing against your wife, which we've seen before. By the way, Jilly Dilly, hope your, your husband's uh, lineup is still undefeated out there. I know you can't send me screenshots anymore. Jilly Dilly to you. Um... He also, Craig actually also says he picked up two people off the waiver wire to block his boss. I wonder what the Christmas review or the year-end bonus thing is going to look like. But that's a little bit... Uh, that's a little bit from the uh, Stats Over Beat Cypher. We keep it going with the Stats Over Beat Cypher as we open, continue to open up the phone lines. And we go to California where Carlos is on the line dropping Stats Over Beats. He's in the Cypher with Spitting Speeds. Hey, Carlos, que lo que? what is the um, air out there? There's the wildfires going on out there. What's going on, man? Is it safe out there, Carlos? Yo, speed skill, okay. Uh, I'm actually in the Bay Area. Okay, so uh, you're 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 safe. Yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. Uh, All right, uh, fair enough, uh, fair the enough. Before, though, was, it was cloudy when when it was uh, up, up in Napa before though. So, uh, but yeah, I'm in Northern California. All right, we but, shall uh, see. Yo, but yeah, how can I help you out for week 14? Yo, check this out. In one of my leagues, I started one and four. PPR league, wow. and then somehow I ran into the FNTSY uh, uh, channel on YouTube. Yeah. So ever since I started listening to y'all, uh, BFS and you, yo, I won out loud, and now I'm in the playoffs. I'm in three leagues, and then uh, I'm in the uh, playoffs with three leagues. That's so what's I got up. A couple questions. That's what's yes, up. Sir. That is a hey. great plug right there for the fantasy freestyle. Hey, Bavona, can we clip that? I am overwhelmed. People are hitting me up on Twitter saying that I helped them get to. Uh, their playoffs. People are calling in and thanking you. Yo, Carlos, thank you for the kind words. I really, it matters to me. I appreciate it. I'm glad that FNTSY and the Fantasy Freestyle helped get you to your playoffs, but let's keep it going, man. Getting to the playoffs is only the first horizon. Let's get you that chip so you can win your league and win that cash. What's going on, Carlos? All right, so I got a couple questions. PPR league, uh, should I go with uh, my wide receivers? I'm pretty stacked at Reading Bag. Uh, my wide receivers uh, that I'm thinking about is uh, Mike Evans, Marcus Goodwin, Marvin Jones Jr., or Jamison Crowder. And then my other question, should I go with Carson Wentz or Jerry Goff? Hey, thank you. Appreciate it, Steve. No problem. No problem. Stay on the line right now because I only heard the wide receivers for now. Okay, uh, Carlos? The wide receiver question, it's, right. a P- it's a PPR league, right? So here's the thing. How many of those wide receivers do you need, Carlos? Uh, just two, because I'm stacked at the running back. Okay, uh, just two. Fair enough. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, Carlos. I'm worried about Matthew Stafford's hand. 
I'm worried about Matthew Stafford's hand at this point, so Marvin Jones is out for me, okay, because I'm worried about Mar- uh, Matthew Stafford. To me, Mike Evans is the autoplay. You got to play Mike Evans. You can't sit your stud Mike Evans and then have this be the week. I know he hasn't lived up to expectations, but you can't have him on your bench in the playoffs and then have that be the week he pops off. You will kill yourself, and then you won't listen to the Fantasy Sports Network anymore. So I want Mike Evans, and I like I like Marquise Goodwin. I like the what he did with Jimmy Garoppolo. He put it in my eye last week. I like Marquise Goodwin and Jimmy Garoppolo going forward. So I would go Evans and Goodwin. What was the running back question? Oh, no, no, no. It was a QB question. Oh, okay. What it is it? Actually, uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz or Jared Goff. I know they're playing against each other. They're playing against each other. They're playing against each other. I would go Wentz just because I like the Rams' run game better, right? So I could see a universe where Todd Gurley does his thing. The Eagles' run game is a little bit more of a clouded picture. I think they're going to rely on Carson Wentz in the passing game a little bit more. So that's what I have. Que lo que, Carlos. I appreciate all the kind words. Up next. uh, Is this Chris in Sacramento? Yeah, what's up, Steve? What's going on, man? How you feeling? How can we help? Uh, not too much, man. First off, you know, you're getting a lot of love from Cali today, man. I want to thank you for last week. You know, you stopped me away from the Corey Parsons offense. <laughs> I put in Derrick Henry, like you said, man. It worked out, man. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yo, thank out. you for the kind words. Thank I appreciate that, Chris. Obviously, you know nobody loves their own listeners and their audience better than Speeds with the stats over beats Cypher. Hey, yo, Chris, let's keep it going, though, baby. Let's get another W. All right, yeah, so so I got Tech Ginn tomorrow or Marquise Lee on my bench. Um, you know, which one are you leaning towards? I would go Marquise and, and Lee. And if I go with – I would definitely go Marquise Lee. I would definitely go Marquise Lee. Ted Ginn Jr. has faded a little bit. Had a hot start. Has faded a little bit. Willie Sneed even caught some balls. And this team is running the ball a lot more. I know Ingram is banged up right now. But this has become Kamara and Thomas, you know. So I would go away from Ted Ginn. I would go with Marquise Lee. Okay, cool. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Anytime, anytime. Yo, California is loving the spitting statistician today. I appreciate it. We go from California all the way to the other side of the country. A true friend of the show, Dilly Dilly, to our guy Pete in Staten Island. Hey, Pete, how's it going, man? All right, what's up, Speed? How you feeling? Listen, you know, uh, I'm doing all right. You know, you know, I went with the Chief last week and yeah. Tyreek because uh, I told you about Andy. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I did make a block. I am going to make a block tonight. Really? Okay. okay. Uh, the guy in front of me has Gronk. Okay. And Brave is available, so I'm going to grab him. Brave is available? So I'm going to break. Oh, break. Okay, Brave. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to grab him. Now, the guy behind me needs a tight end also, so okay. I'll let him pick up Anderson. Okay. I'm not worried about that. Okay. All right, now. Um, as far as my lineup this week, thank you for last week because I remember I said to you I like Tyrell Williams as a sleeper. And I and said, no, said no, no, no. Don't forget about, right, you said don't forget about Benjamin. Right. So you know what? I picked up Benjamin. No. And no. he had a decent game. Yeah, that worked out for you. You know, yeah, yeah he, he did okay, you know. All right, so fair enough. This so what do we got this week? Now, this week. I can't pick up Goodwin, and I wanted to. Right. But I can pick up the other guy, the slot receiver, Taylor. Taylor. Who yeah. I like. Yeah, he I went mean, six for ninety-two he last did. week. I mean, I'm 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 lukewarm on Taylor. Our guy Chris Venture down there. We were talking about that in the fantasy pit of misery a little bit before. I'm like, it's still the San Francisco 49ers, though, Pete. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, what, all of a sudden, you think there's going to be enough production for, like, Goodwin and, obviously, Carlos Hyde and Taylor to eat? Ah! I, I can't get behind it necessarily, Pete. I like the way you're thinking because I saw he did have a good game, and he is the guy out of the slot. He could be the next, like, Wes Welker for him. Um, but I think that's a little bit of a stretch for me personally, Pete. Do okay, we... running back speed, okay. I wanted to just ask you one thing. Yep. Did you say Abdullah did not practice this week? Uh, I so haven't far. gotten the practice report on Abdullah. I'll have to check that for you. He didn't go. If he doesn't go, I love Riddick, though. All right, but what about the other guy that ran pretty no, well? No, 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 I wouldn't do that. It's the same thing to me. You're looking real deep right there, Pete. No, I wouldn't go the slot guy in San Fran. I wouldn't go the backup. What is that, Dion something, I think it was? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that either, Pete. At this point, I like the way you're thinking, but don't over-tinker, man, okay? Be happy with what you got and call me back. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle is Chris in Florida. Hey, Chris, you're on the uh, Stats Over Beat Cypher on the Fantasy Freestyle with Speeds. What's good? Hey, man, I just want to say thank you and the whole Tennessee Sports Network for giving me that number one seed. I just want to say thank you. Absolutely, Chris. Anytime. You got a question or are you right. on bye because you're good, yeah. so you're good to go? Yeah, I'm on bye, but I am. I have a waiver question uh, for Week 15 to set me up for the championship. Okay. And obviously, Week 15. What's up real quick? We're so, up against the break. Uh, look, all right, so Zeke was dropped. I'm, I got to pick him up. I need to drop either uh, Austin Eckler. Jamal Williams. Um, do you own Melvin Gordon? Do you own Melvin Gordon? Yeah. Oh, you do. So then don't drop Eckler. Yeah. Because God forbid Gordon gets hurt this week when you're on your bye. You know what I mean? Um, so if you like Duke Johnson, it was Eckler. It was Jamal Williams. I wouldn't drop him. Who else? Uh, Alfred Morris. Mm, I would drop Alfred Morris. I know he popped off, but that was an interesting situation with game script in his favor. I would rather ride with Duke Johnson than Alfred Morris, but thanks for the call. When we come back, we're going to try and get to some other callers. I see you out there, Danny, in Ohio and out there in Mississippi. We'll try to get to you when we come back right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Freestyle. This was my pick at the beginning of the year. I'm going to keep it going right now. I now have the Pittsburgh Steelers over the New Orleans Saints as my modified Super Bowl pick. I think Ben then rides out and retires. And here's the kicker of it all. If he sees Big Ben Roethlisberger walking away, I think Le'Veon Bell tests himself on the open market. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yo, we're back on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got that poll question up on the AFC West. 73% of you think the Chargers win that division. 13% say the Chiefs right the ship and win that division. And 11% of you have the Raiders winning the AFC West. 3% of you still think that the Denver Broncos are viable. I find that very interesting. I appreciate everybody hollering at me, saying kind words that they're in the playoffs. Let's try and help some more people out. We only got a couple of minutes, but we got some calls to get to. Jay is in, I believe it's Mississippi down south. What's going on, Jay? How can we help you in the playoffs or in week 14? Man, you can help me with another victory like you've been helping me with, brother. I, I shall try. What do you got for me? Man, I got I got two different questions. I got a, I got a, um, two line of questions. First, I'm going to start the hardest. I, can need, I need a running back and two flex. All right, real quick. I got, I, I got Jamal Williams, Peyton Barber, 
McKinnon, Sanders, Crowell, Goodwin, Yvonne Bernard, and Mike Wallace. All right, so I love Giovanni Bernard this week because there's no Joe Mixon in the concussion protocol. I'm off Peyton Barber with Doug Martin coming back, so I love Giovanni Bernard. Is this PPR standard, Jay? Uh, Ten-man standard. Standard. All right, because it is standard, I like Jamal Williams. If it was PPR, I would have liked McKinnon, but I like Giovanni Bernard, and I like Jamal Williams. I'm sorry, Jay, that's all we got time for today because we're up against the end of the show, and I got one more caller. Do me a favor if you want. Call back tomorrow. We'll continue to set your lineup and tell Chris Bavona that you're Jay in Mississippi, that we didn't get to your second question. We'll prioritize you tomorrow for sure. My last caller tonight, though, on the Fantasy Freestyle is Danny in Ohio. Hey, Danny, real quick, we're up against the end of the show, but uh, what's your question? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, Speed. Uh, I got a line of question. Uh, I need uh, three running backs here. Uh, Freeman, uh, PPR, mm-hmm. Freeman, Miller, Hunt, and Christian McCaffrey, and also I need a wide receiver, Diggs, or Goodwin. Fair enough. Um, on the running back side... You got to have Devontae Freeman because it's PPR. I love CMC Christian McCaffrey this week. So you're down to Lamar Miller and Kareem Hunt. Um, Everyone else in this world will tell you Lamar Miller. I might tell you Kareem Hunt. I think you can kind of go either way. I understand Lamar Miller with all the guys that they're losing. You know, still probably no Will Fuller, no CJ Fedorowicz is out, Bruce Ellington is out. But something tells me that Andre Ellington may get some more work in Texas. I'm going to go Freeman, Christian McCaffrey, and then I'm going to surprise you, and I'm going to go Kareem Hunt over Lamar Miller out there. All right there, Danny? That's the way I would go. As it relates to the wide receivers, you have Stefan. Can you? digs it or Marquise Goodwin and that's interesting let me tell you something you know Diggs hasn't truly popped off in a long time, and I liked what I saw. I really did. I really liked what I saw with Marquise Goodwin and Jimmy Garoppolo. The San Francisco 49ers this week, they are in Houston, and that is a defense that can be had. Meanwhile, Minnesota is at Carolina, and that's a much better defense, so give me Marquise Goodwin. So to completely answer your question at running back, I like Freeman, I like CMC, and I like a little bit of a bounce back from Kareem Hunt, and at wide receiver, give me Marquise Goodwin. Whoever you like, what you can do is go on over to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. We're doing free DFS contests every week of the season. There's only three more opportunities. If you win, you go to week 17 with all the winners. You win that, you get tickets for two to the big game up there in Minnesota in early February. I hear Justin Timberlake and eh, maybe Janet Jackson will be there as well doing the halftime show. But even if you don't win, Okay, you get an opportunity to really learn a little bit more about how you can help the fight against blood cancer. You could register to be a bone marrow donor or a blood donor. It is very easy, and you could truly help somebody who is struggling with this horrible disease that is blood cancer. So then even if you're a loser at DFS... You're a winner at life. Come on back tomorrow. We're going to answer some more of your questions. I'm going to preview some more Week 14 games. And we're even going to, I think, we're going to bring in my guy, Nick Leverani, over there from California. He's going to tell us what the air quality is like out there. Come on back. You know what it is. It's your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Peace.